Hello and welcome to the 9 in 10 News for the Community by the Community podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Hunter, and having grown up in northern Michigan, something I have always personally loved about this area is the love and support that comes from every corner of these northern Michigan communities. So the goal of this podcast is to promote and get to know the many local nonprofits and charities and their work along with individuals who really leave an impact on their communities through outreach or volunteering. If you ever want to nominate a group or individual, please send me an email. That's at Courtney Hunter, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-H-U-N-T-E-R at 9in10news.com. I'd love to hear all about who's making a difference where you live. There's no question the coronavirus pandemic has taken a toll on our lives physically, emotionally, and mentally. From the isolation of staying at home to coping with the loss of a loved one or a job, taking care of your mental health is extremely important, and there are some great resources available right here in Northern Michigan. Today, we learn all about the National Alliance on Mental Illnesses Grand Traverse Chapter with board member Secretary Paula McLean. Today, we are joined with Secretary of the National Alliance on Mental Illness for the Grand Traverse County Chapter. Uh, We are joined today by Paula McLean. Paula, thank you so much for making a little time for us today. Glad to talk to you. So tell me a little bit about um, how you got involved with NAMI. Um. Uh, I was uh, looking for support and information and uh, went to the NAMI.org website and found out that there was an affiliate in Traverse City. Uh, There are actually uh, over 500 affiliates in the United States. And uh, when I called the people in Traverse, they were beginning a class that I then took, this all happened just two years ago, and it was the first time that I had really been in contact with other people who dealt with uh, mental illness, and it was life-changing to have other people who shared the experience to learn from them and um, share our stories with. And um, so I, after that class, I got very involved uh, and uh, can have found it very rewarding to feel like uh, I can make a difference for people who are struggling with these um, very uh, traumatic experiences. Yeah, so you know firsthand, you know, that's the reason you got involved was because you saw how beneficial it can be to seek this kind of help. Absolutely, and um, I, I've um, I've taught a class that we have, and I have to say that almost almost everyone who has participated talks about that it is life changing for them, that it gives them hope, it makes them feel like they're not alone. You know, there's support groups for other illnesses like diabetes and cancer for uh, grief support. And I think that the difference with mental illness is that historically there has been so much stigma attached to it that it keeps everyone silent and alone. 
and then they are dealing with it feeling like they're alone with the challenge. Uh, we like to call it the no casserole illness. Um, nobody's going to bring your family casserole when uh, you're admitted to uh, a psych ward. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's just a difference about the support that's out there in the community and from friends and family even. And uh, so stigma is something we need to work on. And that really, the path to that is education, which I had, I'm a nurse by training and I didn't really think I needed the class, but uh, it teaches you so much more about the whole experience that it's invaluable. And it is an evidence-based class uh, and as are the support groups that they really do help. So you've talked a little bit about this class. Can you tell me, um, is it just kind of an overview for, for mental illnesses and kind of how to handle things, whether you're the one struggling or whether your your loved one is struggling? Uh, one of There is a peer-to-peer class, um, though there also is a family-to-family class, which uh, is for the people who have a loved one or someone they care about who's dealing with mental illness. Um, It originally started at 12 weeks. They've pared it down a little bit now to 10. And it is, um, it covers the diagnoses, the medications, communication skills, things about hearing about other people's stories um, and you come out of it much better equipped to cope with something that there isn't so much a cure as there is recovery and finding a way to manage the illness so that you can live your life Yeah, and uh, help the family uh, be supportive in that. Right, because as you mentioned, it's something that not a lot of people talk about. So knowing how to handle it, whether it's you struggling or your mom or your sister or your husband, you know, knowing how to be supportive in that is also really important. It is so important. And, um, you know, it's none of us are trained in how, how to deal with this. And unlike, well, certainly other illnesses can make people afraid or angry, but uh, depending on the disorder that you have, it affects um, your ability to carry on your life in a way that is, um, affects your interpersonal relationships. It it affects everything. And uh, it, it, it requires learning about it knowing what resources are out there, how to access them, and how to best be the support system for someone who's uh, struggling to achieve recovery. And so the the National Alliance on Mental Illness, that seems, when you look at it on the surface level, really broad. There's all different kinds of mental illnesses. Um, is there anything that you guys focus on specifically, whether it be depression or anxiety or 
uh, you know, anger skills, management skills? Like, is there anything specific or do you guys do the whole gamut of, of illnesses? Well, the, this NAMI was started by a group of uh, family members who, back in 1979, and is now the largest national organization that speaks for the mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And um, so it started off as support for teaching family members and for advocating for their loved ones. Now, each affiliate, how much you can do in a community is somewhat reliant on how many volunteers you have because every support group facilitator and every class teacher is required to have lived experience. We are not professional. We're just volunteers. Everybody at NAMI is just a volunteer with lived experience. We go and be, get trained, and that's a large part of what we raise money for, is to train our volunteers. And um, so our affiliate in the Grand Traverse area started off with family support groups and a support group for those who have a diagnosis called Connection. And we offer those every Monday. Um, right now we're doing them by Zoom meetings, but normally we meet uh, at 6 p.m. on Monday nights every week. And you do not have to register. You can just drop in when you want to. They're free. And uh, there is no religious or political affiliation. In fact, we don't talk about politics or religion. And um, they're just other people who are walking the same journey that you are, whether it be family members or whether it's people who have an illness that they're uh, coping with. And um, so those are our two main things. But we've grown from there. Uh, We do offer the family-to-family class. Uh, We try to do it twice a year, but COVID-19 has made that into hopefully by this fall we can have another class usually of about 16 people they meet for 10 weeks for two and a half hours in the evening and then um, last year we trained 12 people for uh, it's not new but there are not very many affiliates that provide it it's called the provider class and we do present classes with the mental health providers or any, uh, uh, even like a doctor's office or mm-hmm. uh, clinic or at CMH. We have done some of these classes at CMH and at Munson to help um, grow their empathy for the personal experience of the people who are ill and the families. And uh, those have been wonderful to get the feedback that we get from those professionals about what it means to them to hear the stories of the people Mm -hmm. who are living with these issues. Um, The latest thing we're working on, where we gave one presentation, it's called Ending the Silence, And we're training people now to hopefully, when school starts back up in the fall, 
It is for young adults, um, usually presented at high school, but can also be done at um, like a church youth group or at colleges. And it's presented by um, two people and teaches about the warning signs for mental health conditions and how you can help someone reach out for support and help. And uh, we actually, the Traverse City Schools have asked us to be a part of their health class in the fall. They were so pleased with the Ending the Silence program. So we're uh, getting people trained to try to have enough volunteers to be able to provide that. Yeah, Um, because if you start those conversations earlier, hopefully it will become less of a stigma. Exactly. Exactly. Because it's about education and and NAMI's position, uh, and certainly, certainly, uh, I think we need more people to understand this, is that mental illness is no one's fault. Um, That it is very catastrophic to receive the diagnosis and that we need a collaborative approach to help people recover. Um, So uh, our goal has been to educate and support, advocate, um, some of our members are very involved in uh, trying to develop a diversion program to keep the mentally ill out of jail because sometimes they, um, their illness causes behaviors that results in the police being called, but they're sick. They're not criminals. And we are working on actually... Uh, having conversations about trying to develop programs that are really very successful in other communities, but we do not have that here. So there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are pretty, you know, widespread from the classes and the courses to going into schools to doing these different kind of outreach programs. Um, So if I were someone in the community looking to help, uh, you know, what, how would I go about volunteering, or do you guys have any fundraisers that you work towards? Well, we were actually going to have our first big concert fundraiser this spring, and COVID did away with that, <laughs> but we're going to have it eventually. Um, we are currently uh, doing a can um, collection for donations of the returnable cans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll take your collected returnable cans, and uh, once we can return those, raise money that way. We get, um, we've applied for grants. Uh, you can go on our website, namigt.org, and you can donate there. Um, There's NAMI walks. Uh, The only way that money comes back to our community, though, is that you have to um, specify that it's for NAMI Grand Traverse. And then um, 
one of the things we're really going to be looking for is we need young adult presenters who are um, in recovery with a brain disorder anywhere from the age of 18 to 35 who would like to be trained to be presenters at the school to tell their story uh, for about 10 minutes. Um, and again, with the stigma, this is hard to do for a lot of people uh, to get up in front of people, especially in a small community, and talk about this. Um, so for us to be able to present Ending the Silence, we need people in that age group uh, to be one of the two presenters for our Ending the Silence that we're hoping to do this fall. So we're looking for those. Um, we also have an information table outside of um, the mental health floor at Munson uh, on D6 that we're not allowed to do right now, but we have a calendar that you can pass out flyers because one of the things is that so many people don't even know we're here. Yeah. And we can't help support them if they don't know about us. So, For sure. Uh, we, we can use people to be at that table to, uh, you can, we have a online care calendar you can just sign up for when you want to go they keep the supplies there we would train you about you know what we offer and pass out flyers to family members who are visiting um so that they know about the support groups and classes that are available um we'd love to come speak to church groups uh about what we can do to help um, and um, mostly spread the word if you if they listen to this uh, to friends and family that they may know who could benefit from being a part of sharing the journey with other people who know what it's like, um, who know how you feel, who really understand. Yeah, because I imagine that's a huge, I don't know if healing is the right word, but to be able to openly and comfortably and safely talk about it with people who truly understand has got to be. You used, it, you used exactly the right word. It, it is because of the stigma and because so many of us don't know about these illnesses until we're confronted with them. It, it is so, um, so, it is very lonely. Yeah, overwhelming, I imagine. To, exactly. And some of them, especially the seriously mentally ill, begins in their very time when they're stepping out and making their lives, and it gets derailed. And um, both for their family and for them, it is heartbreaking to watch a talented, successful, uh, loved one have their life uh, get completely derailed. They have to leave school or they have to leave a job um, until they are, are better and in recovery. And, uh, and the stigma comes back into play. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, um, unless we can educate people that this is biological. It right. is not their fault. It is not our fault. It is, um, it is truly a physiological illness. Well, just like any other illness. Exactly. So if exactly. someone is listening to this right now and says, this sounds like something I need, this sounds like something I would, I would like to seek out, how can anybody get a hold of you to attend one of these classes or find information about um, getting some of the help that you guys offer? Well, right now, um, the best way is to call. Uh, I can give you the phone number. We have someone who answers the phone. Um, maybe not, you know, she'll, you need to leave a message probably. Uh, it's 231-944-8448. And um, we also have an email address, um, info at namigt.org, and someone will answer your email. There are also a lot of resources on the national website, which is just nami.org, and there is a free class for people caring for anyone under the age of, uh, it's for up to the age of 22, it's called NAMI Basics On Demand. And they can, um, if you're dealing with children who are at home who are uh, struggling, it is a um, course that you can do online 24-7 at your own speed. Um, but as far as what we have to offer, we'll talk to you on the phone. We'll include you in our Zoom support group meetings. We will, we can arrange an outside meeting to meet with you in person if you would like, um, with social distancing and all precautions taken. Right. Um, but uh, and, that's and a good way to get the classes again in the fall. Right. So that's the that's the way to get the ball rolling, though, to say, you know, I don't know what I need help with, but I know I need help. Making that first phone call exactly. or email will be a good first step. Exactly. And um, we will respond and arrange uh, to help you however we can. And are the resources free? Everything is free. Gotcha. Everything is free. Well, we'll be sure to post that phone phone number and your email on our website with this podcast. So if if anybody's listening and they didn't get to fast enough to write it down, it is available on 9in10news.com. We'll have it all there for you. We're also on Facebook, NAMI GT. And um, she tries to keep up, you know, the Facebook page with what's going on. Um, and, uh, we, obviously the, the virus has changed things, um, but, um, we're still trying to be support because 
this situation has increased the stress on everyone, and that makes anything harder to deal with. So right. uh, we're trying to reach out and be available. For sure. And final question for you. If there's anybody listening who is kind of unsure or they're afraid to take that first step, do you have anything to say to them about about making that first move? First of all, whoever you talk to will be kind and, and understanding. And secondly, everything is confidential. Our support groups, our classes, we maintain strict confidentiality. And um, so you don't, you don't have to be afraid about sharing with whoever responds. Um, and there certainly will be no judgment, just acceptance. Great. Well, thank you so much, Paula, for taking some time to tell us a little bit about what the National Alliance on Mental Health is all about. Um, and hopefully, you know, this has reached somebody who you can, you can really help. I hope so. I hope so. And we appreciate your uh, sharing uh, that we're here with the community um, very much. Again, that was Paula McLean, the secretary for the National Alliance on Mental Health's Grand Traverse chapter. Head to 9in10news.com for more details on how you can get involved. And as always, if there are any groups, nonprofits, charities, or even exceptional individuals you'd like to hear about, just email me at CourtneyHunter at 9in10news.com. From podcast producer Joe Busick and myself, thanks for listening to the 9 in 10 For the Community by the Community podcast. The For the Community by the Community podcast is brought to you by Travers Catholic Federal Credit Union, financial services for the community, established 1950.